This week I'm diving into the work of Robert Cialdini, who wrote the canonical book on influence and has been hitting the podcast circuit with his new and updated version of influence. The original book was a revelation because it distilled into six principles some of the core tactics that people use to persuade people to do something that they want. And the tactics are reciprocation, commitment and consistency, social proof, liking, authority, and scarcity. In this new update, Robert seems to have added a new principle called unity, but he also has some other interesting nuggets as well. So we'll dive into one of those today with contrast. There's a couple of principles in the book, well, there's several actually, and we won't get to them all here on the show, but one of them I think is really interesting, of course, the contrast principle, showing something much worse or let's say a higher price to get people to react more positively to the real price. So we see this all the time, it's very common, that's why I'm starting here, with something that says like, normally $14.99, today $9.99, and we go, oh, it's a right. deal, right? Because of the contrast, if it just says $9.99, we might go, for a mug? I'm not paying 10 bucks for a mug, but if we think it's usually one price instead, it's the other, that's an obvious sort of thing that we see all the time with anchoring and pricing. Right. With other examples, and one of them in the book, uh, I remember this from the original book, was a daughter writes a letter home to her parents. Do you want to take us through that? Because I think this is, the, she gets an A in psychology for sure. Right. She So she writes a letter home to her parents. I, I'm remiss. I'm sorry for not having written before. I want to bring you up to date. And I can tell you that the jump out of my dormitory window after it caught fire produced only a concussion. And I, I can almost uh, see normally now and then only get those sick headaches once a day, and the fire was seen by a, an attendant at the gas station down the street. He kindly invited me to share his apartment with him because of the burnt-out dormitory. We've fallen deeply in love. We're planning to mar be married, but it will be before my pregnancy begins to show. You know, he's a very fine boy. Uh, we've had a little trouble getting our premarital blood test because He's failed his, but uh, soon we'll be able to re resume. And I know you'll look forward to being grandparents. And then she says, now I want to tell you, there was no fire. There was no concussion. There was no boyfriend. I am not engaged. I am not going to be married. And I am not pregnant. But I am getting a D in chemistry and an F in math. And I wanted you to see those grades in their proper perspective. <laughs> so what I say in response to that in the book is that, you know, she may be getting an F in math, but she gets an A in my psychology grade book because she knows how to use the principle of contrast. I love the principle of contrast because I think it's something that we intuitively understand. It's something that we use all the time as humans in marketing. It's something that we always find ourselves being confronted with, but few of us really know how to use it. And I don't think many of us are gonna be writing a letter home to our parents <laughs> like that anytime soon. Right. But I think that a lot of us, if we start to become aware of these types of techniques in the wild, we can not only use them for ourselves if necessary, but we can also realize when they're being used against us. And I think that's sort of the one of the major points of outlining all of these. So again, even though some of these might seem intuitive, I think there's something there to being able to deconstruct it and articulate it. Because once we can articulate something, we can kind of know when it's right in front of our face instead of just feeling it, if it may be there, right? Right, right. A good example is just a wine list. You always get the list 
where they begin with the least expensive bottles and then go up to the moderately expensive ones and the most expensive. The problem with that is when you start with the least expensive, now by the time you get to the moderately expensive one, they seem more expensive than if you hadn't started down here. But if instead the list had begun with the most expensive, by the time you get to the moderate ones, they seem less expensive. Mm -hmm. People forget to do this correctly. So we can always make something more palatable or often make something more palatable by using anchoring. And that's why on online marketing, we see this a lot too, right? You see cheap option, middle option, super expensive option. And the super expensive option might say something like best value, right? Because it's like, oh, well, okay, I'm getting more for more money. But the middle might say something along the lines of most popular, and that goes to the social proof idea. But either way you win, or you have three prices and the one at the top is actually a decoy that nobody really buys because it seems really overpriced, but it serves to make the price in the middle actually seem much more reasonable. Again, $14.99 for a mug, no way, or $9.99 for a mug sounds much more reasonable if the original price was $14.99. Right. I want to share a little bit about how I thought about contrast when pricing my book. So when I launched my book at learningpublic.org, I priced my book at $59, and $59 is actually typically a pretty high price to pay for a PDF. But when I layered on two extra tiers, the community package at $99 and the creator package at $249, then suddenly $59 doesn't seem like such a big stretch. And actually the creator package at $249 makes the community package at $99 seem a lot more reasonable. None of this was my idea. I actually borrowed it from Joe Hooks, who advised me to basically do what is called a 1x, 2x, and 5x philosophy, and that's basically what I followed. I've made over $140,000 from this manner of pricing, but actually it's made me think twice about whether I want to continue doing this, because the people who pay $249 really do have to feel like they got their money's worth, regardless of the psychological tricks you play on them on the pricing page, and I don't feel like I've earned that. So I'm likely to collapse it and not optimize for short-term money, but for long-term relationships. And I think that's something that you should think about when applying your Cialdini principles.